Bonjour. That was your main, your big intro. This is season two. We need a new intro. Oh, this is season two. You've decided. This is season You're two. You're explaining our absence for a while by being it's the next season. This was planned. Totally planned. Definitely planned. <laughs> we didn't get a dog that consumed our hearts Entire and minds life. and lives. <laughs> We didn't get a dog, and we didn't sign up for uh, movie weeks, which are really fun, but we get to watch movies every week that don't involve Adam Scott, yeah. and that's been taking up a lot of our capacity, which is totally fun, and I really like it, but uh, we have to start watching Adam Scott shows again and movies. That's true. But well, you've enjoyed it because you got to watch Teen Beach Movie. We can talk about that later. But so for excited. now, uh, welcome to Actor of Our Generation, Adam Scott, the show where we watch every entry of Adam Scott's filmography, those we can find legally, <laughs> to prove once and for all that he is, in fact, the actor of our generation. Sure. <laughs> I'm Shiri. I'm Ferris. And this is Actor of Our Generation, Adam Scott, who is this podcast we watch every year as entry. Entry. Of Adam Scott. I actually didn't trail off for a dramatic effect. I literally just forgot what I was saying. And the I think you're going to cut it to make it, Hi, I'm Sherry and I'm Ferris. And then you're actually well-worded one as the intro. Or do you want us to redo that? No, it's fine. I'm not going to have it where you are doing the intro. I say, hi, I'm Sherry. And you say, hi, you're Ferris. And then you give this half-assed one. We're not doing that. It is going to be good. No. Ferris. Fuck you. Come on. If you wanted to edit the episodes, you could edit the episodes however the fuck you want, but I am... Language, we have a three-month-old in the other room. Happy birthday to Moira, our three-month-old dog. Because we are those people. Yep. Uh, in this episode, we're talking about a early 2000s movie. 2002. A 2002 movie named High Crimes uh, with... Surprise, uh, Morgan Freeman. And Ashley Judd. And Ashley Judd. Yeah. Uh, this is a big leap. Yeah, he's fourth built. It also has Amanda Peet in it. This is a pretty good cast. And he's, like, he came from uh, seven in a match to this movie. Actually, he came from glory days to this movie. Right, but as if we didn't cover it, it doesn't exist. We did cover glory days. Did we really? Glory Days is the one with that cop. Oh, fuck Glory Days, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, still. His last movie was Seven in a Match. Well. Okay, let's... The last movie that we watched, yes. Yes. So Otherwise, does not exist. Yes, because we could not find it. The yeah. one where he's a murderer. Yep. Uh, so, High Crimes is a shockingly PG-13 movie. Why uh, is that shocking? It makes sense. Does it, though? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, High-powered lawyer, Claire Kubik. Kubik. Kubiak. Kubik. I swear they, like, pronounced it six different ways in, they in did. the movie. Uh, finds her world turned upside down. Flip turn. Uh, when her husband, who has been living under a false name, is arrested by military police and placed on trial for murder of villagers while he was in the Marines. Uh, yeah, that's the basic plot of the movie. Ashley Judd uh, plays this lawyer who um, is our hero, supposedly, uh, whose husband... Actually, I begged to differ. I think Morgan Freeman's the hero of this movie. Fair. 
uh, her husband randomly just gets uh, arrested and... Oh, he was awful. Turns out that her husband played by... Oh, God. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Caviezel. I don't know. Caviezel. Uh, and turns out that he basically uh, was... Con- Spoiler alert. Sure. He was convicted basic- of, of doing a war crime... And that was killing seven villagers for no reason in uh, some unnamed uh, South American country. No, they named it. Did they? I just don't remember what it was. It was like, I think it may have been Venezuela. Okay. Um, And Adam Scott is the Lieutenant Terrence Embry, the lawyer on the case, the military lawyer on the case. And Ashley Judd, playing Claire Kubiak, being being a lawyer, decided to insert herself into this trial. Some conflict of interest there, but sure. Um, And she gets the help of Morgan Freeman, playing Charles W. Grimes, uh, who used to be a military lawyer, Mm -hmm. um, but is now just doing casual law. I think he's still doing military law. He used to be in the Marines. Yeah. Um, but he's doing more, like, prostitutes. Dealing more with prostitutes in military bases. That's fair. Than high crime. That's true. Um, alright, so if you... I'm sorry, I just have to say, I got a little distracted while you were talking, because I had to look into Jim Caviezel's... Uh, Caviezel. Caviezel's, uh, filmography. And he is... Very involved in the Christian film community. That does not surprise <laughs> me at all. Like, uh, he very sorry, involved. Sorry, Jim Caviezel. Um, you didn't do a great job in this movie. Awful. He's in I Am David, The Passion of the Christ. These are just the ones that I can tell are, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul, Apostle of Christ, and Running for Grace. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I mean, it's fine. I don't think that he's allowed to listen to podcasts on the compound that he clearly lives on. You think he lives on a compound? Based off that filmography. I don't think that means that he lives on a compound. I think that he's been... Either he's very religious, which go good for him, or um, he's been typecast in some way after a boy days of being in these kinds of films. Okay, so uh, spoilers uh, if, if if you really care about this movie from 2002. I mean, it does pick up in the middle. Sure. It is it is actually pretty interesting. They do kind of uh, juggle if he actually did do it or didn't do it. And he basically well. blames a, con- a larger conspiracy, which the conspiracy turns out to be true, but... The conspiracy is mutually exclusive with the fact that he did, in fact, kill those seven people for no reason. And some other military personnel. And some other military personnel that threatened to expose him. Uh, And if he was a better actor, that would be harder to guess. Uh, But he, he he was... Awful. He was a plank most of the time. Yeah. So you're you kind of just wanted him to have done it, yeah, very true. Yeah, but this isn't the shit on Jim Caviezel podcast. 
this, this is the Adam Scott podcast. Okay, so Adam Scott playing Terrence Embry. Lieutenant it, Terrence Lieutenant Embry. Terrence Embry is, uh, this is some vintage non-asshole Adam Scott. This is like this is very interesting to me because um, it's very it's 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 like this character was written for Adam Scott because this is like what he has become. I feel like over time, is so this far. character. He's very awkward, very nice, giggly, mm-hmm. and just looks like he's. I think this is what I would uh, signify his character is out of his de- like depth. And the past few like big movies has been in this has basically been his his mo. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's very nice. He gets it on with Ashley Judd's sister Amanda Peet, who's played by Amanda Peet. Who's played by Amanda Peet. Um, and he's ultimately, you know, probably for me, unbiasedly, possibly after Morgan Freeman, the best part of the movie because mm-hmm. he's just kind of entertaining. Yeah, and you can tell he's kind of excited to be with Morgan Freeman in some scenes because there's moments where you can like kind of glimpse in his eye of like, I'm with Morgan Freeman. Yep. But no, I agree with you. He was he was very good in this movie. Um, he did a good job, but he didn't really have to change much. He was just himself. Pasha, um, pasha. So, <laughs> yeah. Adam Scott's actually the massive asshole Adam Scott in real life, and this is... This is how good of an actor he is. Okay. He's fooled everyone. He's nothing like this in real life. I, I don't I don't think he's like this in real life. I'm just saying that it seems that a lot of his characters are similar to this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very similar um, in tone to um, his character in uh, Murder One. Yes. Kind of jittery. Um, a young lawyer, like, surrounded by bigger lawyers yeah uh but he does save the day by doing some sleuthing um on his own also uh why are all uh lawyer related shows and movies have the lawyers also be investigators i don't know this is something i don't understand because every single one every single like law movie that we have or show that we have watched so far have had the lawyers Go to crime scenes and essentially identify who the murderer is or what's happening or have set up sting operations. It doesn't make sense. That's what detectives do. And like I get it. Lawyers are detectives in a way. But like, and they're they're definitely going to be taking like affidavits and whatever the hell other stuff they do. But I don't think they're going, and I may be totally wrong, but I don't think trial lawyers are going and, um... Having like hiring prostitutes to go meet with a man and using a tape recorder to record his thoughts, like uh, honestly, no law was practiced in this movie. In my opinion, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm assuming, except for the very first scene where our hero Ashley Judd uh, is shown triumphantly getting a rapist off of a of a off on a technicality mm-hmm. um and it was she was Praised very very happy ha- about having done that which like throughout the movie i was like do we care about her because kind of awful yeah yeah her husband lied to her 
about who he is, but also maybe don't get rapists off on technicalities. Yeah. It's very weird. Anyway, uh, Adam Scott did a good job. He was entertaining. He got to bang Amanda Peet in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's good. It was an okay movie. He did okay. It was, I mean, the movie itself was fun. Yeah, I think the worst part of the movie was the cinematography. Oh, God. And the thing. directing was just horrid. Right. I think that they had just seen The Matrix and decided, oh, slow-mo, we need to add this. But really shitty slow-mo. Oh, it's so bad. Really, like, maybe only, like, half as half as fast. Also, there wasn't, like, an action scene worthy of slow-mo. It was, like, literally him turning his head in slow motion. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Oh, I wanted to give a comment earlier that everything we've watched, lawyers have been doing detective work, but anything with cops, they've straight up been the the criminals. I know, it's weird. (laughs) I mean, but, uh... No, no social commentary on this podcast. Actually, all social commentary on this podcast. Cops are a lot... Not all cops, sure. But, but a lot of the, cops the, and the majority of the cops the, and the system the of, system of cops. Oh, yes. The system of police officers is highly corrupt and criminal and um, should be tried in the UN for their human rights abuses. But let's move on. <laughs> yep. Uh, teen Beach movie. Teen Beach <laughs> Sorry, we don't actually have that much to say about Adam Scott. Yeah, I have nothing much. I don't have much to put on the Instagram either because this movie was just like, oh, cool, one of the run-of-the-mill worst uh, movies where they're trying to solve something. It's it's a quintessential post 9/11 action film. You're right. It like all conspiracy like, exactly and goes high up. And- After 9/11, the amount of conspiracy or military or like. And then the movies yeah. were on the rise, and this is just like that. And then the doing anything, even if it's wrong, to get the the truth, right, the truth. in the name of America in and name, freedom. Yes, is 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 all up in here. Um, so I mean, I have nothing to add because of that. Cool. So yeah, so that's high crimes. Ferris seems really interested in talking about Teen Beach movie. So I'll sit back. <laughs> Teen Beach movie. Actually, let me pull up Teen Beach movie. This has nothing to do with anything, but you wish Adam Scott was. Sitting I up. wish Adam Scott. He would have killed it. Teen Beach movie is a 2013 Disney Disney movie, not animated. Decom. In the in the vein of um, of Camp Rock and High School Musical, except. That it doesn't suck like all of the other movies. Uh, No one can sing in this movie like Demi Lovato can sing. Okay, you know, also apparently no one in this movie can menacingly walk down a hill clicking their fingers in front of them. They didn't click their fingers. It was step. They were doing a step routine. Let's not talk about the cultural appropriation there. But they were doing a step routine going. All right. Can't drop. Teen Beach movie is of that vein the best one because it is so dumb that and it knows it's so dumb that it's amazing. The movie is uh, 
if you imagine Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire where they go into a movie, this is that. Uh, and the movie they go into is called uh, Wet Side Story. Uh, and it's great. Uh, disclaimer, when you start watching the movie, everything outside of Wet Side Story, so like the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie, and then whenever the two human characters are talking with each other, is god-awful. Just vintage, awful, Camp Rock-level dialogue um, and plot. But in the movie, it's hilarious. There's a evil doctor who wants to destroy the weather so that the damn teens can no longer surf. Um, and it's making fun of all of these musicals. And it's fantastic. And if you want to watch a movie to make fun of, I recommend the Teen Beach movie. Anything to add to that? No, it's awful. I couldn't handle it. I was so... Like, there were moments where I was just like, kill me now, get this over with. To be fair, I feel like you were a little upset that they were making fun of musicals. Yes! They were making fun of musicals, and they're making fun of one of my favorite musicals, West Side Story. Why? See, I don't don't respect uh, human musicals. I find them... Really but odd Ferris, and you weird. Can't, the problem with this movie is that they have this guise of we're making fun of musicals, and then at the end of the movie they become a musical. It's okay, just see, the stupidest see, thing see, I've ever heard see, in my life. That was part of my thing. At the end of the movie, when they leave the musical and start uh, singing, that's weird. But if they're singing because they're inside a musical and all of the musical characters are being Yes, Weird I can say that singing. that was witty and right. smart, right? The the act the okay. So the one thing that I will that I will agree with you was smart and witty was the fact that they were like had be like evolved into the fact that they were singing everything they were thinking. Yes. that was witty. The problem I had with it is if you were gonna go that meta, stay with it. Don't at the end decide, oh, you know, we're just going to flip the switch and Look, everything musical. Everything is... Okay, to be fair, you hated the movie well before that last yes, thing. Yes, I did. I did because it was bad and no. no one could sing well. The only good person was Jordan Fisher and that's because he's a Broadway motherfucking star. See, the, the movie addresses the fact that fucking human musicals... When I say There's, human, live stop. action we musicals are freaking weird. They're and awesome. no one addresses, well, they're freaking weird. Camp Rock is disturbing okay, first of on all, many no, no, no. levels. Stop, stop. Just because one person has a I'm okay sorry. range of singing you need to stop that's because in the Camp movie. Rock 1 is not a musical. Camp Rock 2 is a musical. Camp Rock 1 is a movie with them having at a camp for music and they are having performances for their students that's not a musical a musical is camp rock i've only two. watched camp rock 2 yes so i'm saying you can't say them all together because camp rock 2 is a musical which also was weird as hell because okay stick with your format like camp rock was not a musical so stick with that but they instead change it to become a musical and it makes no sense and I'm not the biggest fan of Camp Rock. I just love Demi Lovato. But, like, I can stomach Camp Rock. I can't stomach Camp Rock, too. Teen Beach Movie is just, like, they took the cheese factor 
and multiply it by like 20 and my like I get that they were making fun of it but they pushed it too far where I just could not handle it I don't know what is too far about a bunch of biker <laughs> a bunch of bikers uh, in in bikers in quotes with Fonzie clothes coming into a bar clicking their fingers that's that's gold that's amazing Anyway, I wish we were this passionate about high crimes, but we are not. I think it's because Teen Beach resonated with us more than high crimes. Too. And we're tired. Oh, what? I'm so tired. But I, I, what can you do? Yeah. Like, we can't complain. We don't have an infant who wakes up every hour. It's true. But, like, this is, like, having a child. Okay, so, like, we're not comparing having a puppy to having a baby. It's not the same. The re- and the responsibility is like a million fold. Yeah. As my sister said, you still have to take care of the the other um, being in your Puppy. life. But unlike uh, uh, with a dog, you can leave them for a little bit of time. But with a baby, you cannot. Okay. So what I'm saying is we're not comparing them. But having a puppy for the first time. It's kind of like having a baby light in which your life gets... Yeah, light. Agreed. ...put in turmoil. Um, turmoil! And you go from waking up at 11 on weekends to waking up at 6. So. Wow, Ferris, people are listening to us and playing their tiny violins for like... They they can't... No parents want listen to this podcast. I'm talking about people in general because us complaining about not being able to wake up at 11 on the weekend is laughable. I get it. It's just, I don't think what you're, I think what you're trying to say is the adjustment is difficult. No matter what, if you were waking up at eight at a more normal hour, society's norms, or like us waking up at 10 or 11, the adjustment to waking up regularly throughout the night and waking up at 630 to, to feed her and walk her and start your day is quite drastic and it's that adjustment that's oh, difficult. Excuse me. Let me get my soapbox. Oh my god, stop. Please, there is. Society is shit. You know what weekends are for? Weekends are for resting. You know what who you know what's weird? The being judged for resting on the rest days. You know the people who wake up at 6 a.m. on weekends to get things done? Fuck you. I don't fucking care. You know, go to hell. I will I don't I don't feel like I need to be judged for waking up at 11 o'clock on a fucking rest day. I work hard the other 5 days and don't look at me like that. And I bring home a service to society. What's the service to society? Consulting. <laughs> and I, I provide for my family. I I don't need you to provide. I'm fine. <laughs> so, I want to sleep until 11 on a, on a fucking Saturday. God did it. I can do it. Well, God did it on Sunday. Regardless. This has been Actor of Our Generation, Adam Scott. Uh, please follow us on Instagram. Where can they, how they, how do they follow us? Are you going to allow me to say it? No. Okay. It is actor underscore of underscore our underscore generation. 
on Instagram for some great... Why did you just repeat Instagram? You said, you can follow us on Instagram at... And then on Instagram. Test from Mark Zuckerberg. To mention Facebook products four times for us to get our paycheck. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Facebook does not do that. They don't pay (laughs) for publicity. Uh, And then... uh, They They only allow people to pay them for our data. Correct. Uh, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you do, if you would like to leave a comment. I started using rating. Spotify podcasts. I actually really like it. Oh, we're getting a text from um, Mr. Spotify. Mr. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Mr. That says a lot about you. That you jumped and to a Mrs. man Spotify. as the CEO. We could look it up. I don't. I don't think it matters whether or not it's true. It matters that that's where your mind jumped right, to. We got a text from Mrs. SoundCloud. Um, oh, don't go backpedaling, <laughs> Ferris. We don't say any. We don't give any social commentary on this podcast. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, should we? Should we just? After I put you in the place, so your place that, you ready I, I, to move on? That's fair. I, I apologize to, to, to all womankind. Thank you. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day or night or whenever you're listening to this.